Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. Um, God isn't a yes God all the time. Um, God can say no and God can, you know, say that's not right do you know what I mean like God is able to do that um, and that doesn't mean that he doesn't love you either doesn't mean that he's punishing you either. hello everyone welcome to another brand new episode of Sound Seed podcast I'm Shoa and join here with Lisa. and Lisa welcome welcome guys welcome um so we're just going to kick straight into it so today we're going to be speaking about stewardship, but in particular, um, whole life stewardship. Um, and I'm just going to give some definitions just so we're on the same wavelength. So the idea of um, whole life stewardship is just basically, <laughs> I was going to say stewarding your life, <laughs> which doesn't answer <laughs> which doesn't answer it. Um, guess what I got for GCSEs? But the whole idea of whole life stewardship is actually just managing and using um, our resources that God provides for the glory of God. Um, and I guess the question that I want us to, to kind of kick off, kick off with is um, like challenges when it comes to stewarding um, areas and resources of, resources of our lives. So what do you girls think are, certain challenges that you might face or you faced in the past about stewarding um, certain areas of your lives? Hmm. Um, I think some challenges um, that I've sort of thought about is sometimes it can get really overwhelming um, mm. when you actually think about all the things that there are to steward um, because stewardship doesn't just mean um, stewarding your finances or your time, but it's the life that you've been given. It's your family. It's um, resources. It's the word of God. It's just so many things. Um, and it's all that responsibility. Um, it can just be like, oh, where do I even begin kind of thing? Um, and am I even doing it right kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's such a key point. Um, especially about being overwhelmed because sometimes you can't pick out one. And like, imagine you lived in a life where you only had to deal with your time, <laughs> and you had a personal organizer that sorts out your relationships, sorts out everything else for you. That would actually be quite nice. Someone should probably invent that, but um, we don't have that. But yeah, that's that's good. What do you think, Ife? So, what are some challenges um, that come across? I think that overwhelming. Um, point that Lisa made has made an image in my mind of like a juggler trying mm. to carry everything and then he's like oops a bit too much um, and then he's got like a face of a clown as well so it's like oops what am I going to do what am I going to do what am I going to do how am I going to carry it all um, so I think that's that's an issue that people face is they try and balance everything to the same degree because of that it can get really annoying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know like yes I can be friends with a lot of people but I can't have a deep capacity for all the friends that I have so imagine trying to juggle all of that same capacity oh my gosh goodbye you know that's a lot but just thinking out loud 
Um, but yeah, I think that's that's definitely been a, an issue in trying to steward. We 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 try and do it at the same capacity. Yeah, yeah, and and I think we we also forget that we're human, um, and we try and do a lot of things at once, um, and that obviously doesn't help out that sometimes. And I guess in, in situations where we find things quite overwhelming, um, like the Bible calls us to steward our finances, our time, our resources, our relationships, just all of these things. Um, how do you think we can actually handle this? Like, are we, are we meant to be able to steward everything at once or are we not meant to be? Um, what do you guys think about that? Are we not meant to be doing everything at once? Um, oh, child, every day I'm thinking, um, I'll say yes and no. Okay. Um, because I think I still have the same things to steward in my life, but different situations have meant that I have less capacity to steward those things. So I'm still stewarding them, but my involvement in them has either increased or decreased based on where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I would say, yes, we're still called to steward everything that God has given to us mm-hmm. in our hands. Um But the way you move it around will be different based on where you are. Mm. It sounds very abstract what I'm saying. Let me put some words. So <laughs> say for example, you have you've got your family, you've got your friends, you've got your finance, and you've got fitness. I love doing Fs, I love all that kind of stuff. You've got your family, your finance, fitness. Friends. friends. Right, friends, okay. Um, and there's there's a time in your life where your family's going through a crisis, mm-hmm. right? Would you still be able to meet with your friends four times a week like you did before that family was going through a crisis? No, you mm-hmm. wouldn't. That's mm-hmm. a simple answer. Because you, ha- you have to pay more attention to this thing that you're stewarding. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you let go of your friends because that's still a relationship that we want to steward but it does mean the capacity or even the investment I don't really like using that word investment but yeah it does mean that your involvement would be less than it was in the last season or period because of the family crisis that is happening do you know what I mean so I think we are still called to steward everything that we've been given Mm -hmm. Um, but I think some periods in our life will require us to pay more attention to to some things yeah and, and i guess from what i'm getting from what you're saying is, is stewardship is is more of a um dynamic thing rather than it being quite static it's static um, yeah that's a good way to put so, it. so it's not just something we decide okay my stewardship of, of my friend's friendship is that two days a week and as soon as i've done that psh, i'm checking out <laughs> i've done the two weeks two calls per week and i'm done with that but sometimes you might need to be flexible. Sometimes you, need to ch- you might need to change things around. Um, yeah, that, that that makes sense with what you're describing. Um, and I guess that kind of brings me, kind of just going back to the definition of, of stewardship, because I think sometimes it's it's a bit mind-boggling. Um, 
especially the concept of the whole life stewardship as in literally like using and managing like everything that we have for the, for the glory of God. So everything that God provides us and we see that, okay, if we're breathing, um, it's because of God. If we've got a job, it's because of God. If we've got um, our friends around us, it's because of God. Um, and the Bible is calling us to, to use and manage all of these things for the glory of God. Um, and I'm not going to lie, it's hard at times because sometimes you're thinking, okay, so, so what about me? <laughs> sometimes I think, okay, so so how do I do these things for my benefit? How do I, I think about things like jobs and careers. Um, how do I, um, if I'm stewarding things towards God, is it is it conflicting with things I want to do as well? Um, where's that mm-hmm. line between here's what it looks like to steward things onto God but here's my self-interest as well. Here's what I want to do. I don't know if you guys have ever felt this sort of, um, I don't know if it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dissectomy. No, that's not the right word to use. A dichotomy. That's, that's it. Um, of this like inner conflict at times as well of when it comes to actually stewarding things that we know we should steward. Um, yeah. But just the conflict with yourself and your, your own self-interest. Hmm. I think with the, the whole dichotomy that you're talking about, um, um, I really agree with what, um, if I said, um, about how stewarding doesn't mean, I'm just going to paraphrase what she said based with the, with my words, um, stewardship doesn't mean giving a hundred percent to everything because you're just going to burn out. Um, mm-hmm. but recognizing the times and seasons and where you need to put more energy, um, and more time, um, and, that doesn't mean that you don't care about the other things, but it's just for this time you're focusing um, on a particular area or particular areas. Um, and it's it's healthy that way. Otherwise, you're just going to burn out. You're going to realize that, you know, there are various things that you just aren't. Mm-hmm. The important things in that time are just going to suffer as a result um, of, you know, trying to do everything at once um and i think that the dichotomy situation is actually recognizing that stewardship does not happen in the absence of god um mm. but it happens in him as well um and um where it talks about how there are times and seasons for everything actually recognizing that god places you with things in the time that you're in for you to do those things um, and that might not be for a forever thing, like for your family, that's forever. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. um, for friendships, they come and they go. Do you know what I mean? For, um, for job, school, um, they come and they go. Um, but the things that stay constant, um, will stay constant. Um, and God in each time, he knows when to shift you, um, from one thing mm-hmm. to the next. Mm-hmm. So it's actually trusting him. Um, that he um, is very much aware of the desires of your heart. Um, but will you still steward as you wait kind of thing? Will you mm-hmm. still um, do um, what you're supposed to with what he's given you um, in this season? So it could be someone right now um, waiting, I don't know, on, um, I don't know, a job is always one a good one to use. You're waiting on a new job um, and you're just like, oh, I really want to leave. Blah, blah. And God is like, okay, um, well, either one is going to come in the next three years. Of course, you don't know it's three years because sometimes it doesn't tell you the time scale, um, which sometimes make it worse. Um, mm-hmm. But he's watching to see how will Shawa steward this job for three years, giving her best, um, honoring and serving. Um, how will she do this? How will she manage with her family? Um, showing them respect and love and honor um, and being a light 
how will um, Shower be a light within her friendship group and not compromise on the word of God? Um, so these are areas in which um, we're required to steward, but um, God is always preparing us for the next thing as well, whilst we're doing the very thing that we're doing now. So the next thing that we're waiting for, which is causing the pull and the, the dichotomy, like you said, um, that's on God's heart as well. He's very much aware of where you're going next, but it's the the here and now um, and mm-hmm. how you manage your time and how you manage your resources and what you do with what you have been given, which is incredibly, incredibly important. Thank you. Thanks for that, Lisa. Um, and, I, and I love what you said about it's not like God is not involved in our own interests. Like <laughs> he, he knows that you like this as well. And he knows that like he cares about your interests, if that makes sense. So it's not this sort of, sort of this distant God that's like a call, unless it's things that are um, normally just call it the sacred secular divide, unless it's things that are sacred. I only care about those stuff, but it's sort of quote unquote secular things like, your workplace, your um, hobbies, your your passions, or whatever, um, or things that we see as as secular, like God still cares about them and still wants to see, even in those areas, for us to steward that for His own glory. Um, I love that. Do you have anything to say, um, Efe? It's gonna call you Lisa, but you're not called Lisa. No, <laughs> don't actually. No. Okay, that's 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 cool. That's cool. Um, and and there's this um Bible verse I actually want us to read and and talk about a bit more. Um, the idea that that God is the owner of everything and um every part of our lives. So so, the the verse is the chapter and verse is Psalms twenty four verses one to two, which says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness there, thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. So just sort of reading this verse, does it, is this actually like encouraging to you? Like hearing, okay, there is a lot and everything in it. So from, I don't know, <laughs> from Bill Gates <laughs> to um, to me, to just even like everyone in the earth belongs to God um, and, and everyone that dwells in God, um, it's, it's the Lord. And, just the idea that God owns everything, literally everything, um, and that includes us, um, and that includes every part of our lives. Is this encouraging? Does it sound more of like a, or does it sound like a, like a, how do I call it, um, like a dictate, di- dictatorship um, to you when you hear this verse? Not really, you know. It, I think it just what would we who would we be if we truly believe that like how would we look at disappointment how would we look at failures how would we look at the no's that God gives us when we ask him for something mm. do you know what I mean like the, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof everything absolutely everything what, like what? How would we respond if we truly believe that when we are in need? Do you know what I mean? Are we going to act like a headless chicken? Are we going to ask our father who owns everything mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, Dad, I've got a need. You know, you know, you know the world that you own and everything in it. Can you help me out?" Like, how would we? Who would we be? How would we act mm-hmm. if we truly believe mm-hmm. that God is the owner of everything? 
that's what comes to mind. I think our, our posture would change. Um, yeah, man. Wow, if I really believe that. You know, yeah, he said no to me when I asked him for something. Not because there was a lack in him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he saw it fit to withhold it from me for a greater good. Like, do you know what I mean? You know, I love I love how it's a, it's a bit like I'm listening to you sort of just sneezing into it and actually just like pulling it down. Um, no, 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 that, that makes a lot of sense. And, and I guess that that's something we can like reflect on even after this, after listening to this is um, like, what would, what would your life look like if you really just believe that God owns everything, like literally everything? Um, yeah, that is, just think of anything. Think of like just everything. And like, yeah, God owns it. God God created it. Like, it belongs to God. Anything, your wildest dream, anything you can think about. Um, and how would that change our posture towards it in terms of, um, not just even in terms of like, um, whether or not it provides for X, Y, and Z, but in terms of us actually um, like serving and actually um, um, managing these things to to God. It's like that the analogy. <laughs> This actually still sticks to me from primary school, not primary school, from Sunday school, um, when like they give you a gift in your hand, um, and then like, oh no, I remember it. <laughs> when they give you a gift in your hand, and then you close it up and stuff, but the person gave you the gift, so it's still the person's giving you this gift, um, and it's a gift to you, and they're telling you to manage it, but it's been given to you by someone else, um, and it's the idea that we are meant to just protect things that we've been given you're meant to steward it and look after it because one day um like it's not a full stop god is still coming back and with everything we're going to have to give an account of how we've stewarded our time our relationships our friendships um yeah everything back to god what do you think lisa um i agree totally with um if there's musing about um, the earth is the Lord's and the, the fullness thereof and mm-hmm. how our posture um, as children would totally be different. I think it's really funny when you see yourself walk out of a situation, you're just like, whoa, I did not behave like a child there. Um, I did not behave like a child of God because I spent way too many moments doubting God's faithfulness. I love what if I said that God chose to withhold something for me, not because he lacked. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes when we we are disappointed, we we deduce not getting something as a result of God's lack and God's inability to do something, lack of power, lack of resources, lack of goodness, um, which is all lies, that they're all lies, lies. Um, God is fully able, fully able. Um, and in his full full ability, his almighty nature, he chose to say no, or he chose to say wait, or he chose to say yes. Like um, God isn't a yes God all the time. Um, God can say no and God can, you know, say that's not right. Do you know what I mean? Like God is able to do that. Um, and that doesn't mean that he doesn't love you either. Doesn't mean that he's punishing you either. Those are very worldly um sort of like twisted mentalities of how we um, turn our worldly experiences into how we view God and um, God isn't like that at Mm -hmm. all. Um, 
so yeah that is sort of like what um i've taken from it unless um you wanted to ask anything else shower So with literally with what you were saying, um, no, I do agree. It's just, I feel like at times we just need to see God for how he's revealed himself to us. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. As in to see him as like, not just, um, what's the word? Not just the ideas that, okay, this is how I think of God and that's it. But actually seeing, okay, God saying, for God to tell me to do with X, Y, and Z, there's a reason why he's telling me to do with this. So for God to entrust me with my family, um, there's a reason why I'm placed in the same family I am in right now. I've had times and I'm thinking, you know, when you watch Tracy Beaker, <laughs> and sometimes you're like, oh, no! I want to be home too. Like, I want to, <laughs> no! I want to be able to just like, like, that was when, like, it was fun. And like, I want to be able to like, just, it looks so glamorous. Yeah, do this as well. And I just want to chill and like go out. And then, like, you have like lots of family, well, not family, like, you're growing up with lots of people around you. And then they would have their meals at the same time, just a lot of things. Um, but of course, now I'm just thinking, what the heck? <laughs> because, like, now I know, okay, the family I'm in is mm. for a reason. Um, and even when things are not rosy, when things are difficult, when sometimes I might be like, oh, God, you know, like, you, you know, like, this is my family. Why did you mm. place me here? But actually seeing that, mm. okay, I'm responsible for this um, this family that, that God has given me, in spite of any external, like, circumstances that might have happened, like, I have to be, I have to give an account one day and say, okay, I've been placed in this, I was going to say my government name, in this family, um, and how have I entrusted this? What have I done? How have I been a Christian in my family? Um with what God has given me, how have I looked after this? Um, and in the little things, like sometimes we don't see it. I don't know, I'm talking about family a lot, but because sometimes we don't see it as a, as a yeah. place of service. Sometimes we just see it as like, okay, I can serve in church. Okay, God, you've entrusted me to lead the choir. You've entrusted me to lead the youth group. And we will be so dedicated and so like on it, which is great, which you should be doing. Um, but at times, I'm saying this, I'm saying this to myself as well. But at times, we sort of miss it. We miss that um, that there are areas in our lives. Um, for some people, it might not even be family. For some people, it might be um, I don't know, like this friend that doesn't believe in God, or or this friend that that's kind of trying your friendship. Um, but God has placed us in in I guess different situations, different scenarios, um, and it's how do we entrust them. Um, yeah, how do we entrust it, what we've been placed into? And I guess that's one of the questions that I, I really try and ask myself, like, frequently is the place I'm in right now, um, how am I serving God in it? How am I um, stewarding everything that I'm doing right now to God? Um, yeah, that's a question to think and ponder yeah. about. I, re- I really like what you said, Shawa, you know, um we need to believe who God is, right? And I think our experiences are good, but our experience of God is still limiting God to who he is. What what do you mean by that? So he's bigger than our experience Mm. of him. Mm. Oh, wow. You've experienced God as, I don't know, a provider, but that's not Mm. all he is. 
So he's even, if you deep that, he's even bigger than our experiences of mm. him. So we can't limit him to the experience. It should actually use us to want to know him more. Right? So if we're saying, who is God? Yes, look to our experience, but also look to him. Because he will tell us who he is. And not just the things that have happened to us by other people, but also the hurt that we feel like we face by him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, looking to God to tell us who he is, mm-hmm. I think is really important. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And I, and I guess from then, then we know, like, I think for me, from knowing that, then you know how to stay with things because it's not just about, like, it's not just about um, me. It's not just about what I'm going to gain. It's just actually knowing Christ and knowing God and knowing, okay, this is God. This is God past my experiences, past my external circumstances. This is God that I know that I can hold on to in spite of everything. Um, but yeah, any any sort of finishing thoughts on that? I feel like that's a good place to end. I think this is where we just spell out, we spell out Selah. Um, um, but yeah, I think everything that you has been mentioned, like whole life stewardship is such a real thing. And I think it's important to recognize God's position in all of this, um, that we don't do it in isolation of him, um, but we do it with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what Lee, what Lisa said. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, and I guess to, to finish off, <laughs> when it comes to stewardship, something that comes to my mind is, um, is that um, oh, it's not Harry Potter, no, it's Spider Man. I don't know who said this is Spider Man, but that that quote that w- with great power comes great responsibility, um, and we've been entrusted with a lot. Um, that God has placed in our hands and it's just for us to be aware of the things that we've been interested in and see how we can actually steward all of these things to God's glory the small things the little things the big things to the, to the massive roles that we may be placed in is how can we in everything that we do um, yeah just steward it to God's God's glory Amen Selah 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 like I'm saying Selah okay Sela we'll end <laughs> um, thank you yo <laughs> thank you guys for listening um hope we've given you some food to think on um and yeah just just keep stewarding your life towards god so this has been the sound seed thank you so much for listening and remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community see you on the next episode Thank you.